everybody. It's Friday night and it's time for another episode of your Wrestling On Air podcast. Joining us this evening, we have Socks. Mm. Hey, Socks. Hey. What's up with you? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Oren? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, but I asked you first. What's going on? Uh, not too much. <laughs> yeah. What have you been drinking tonight? The last little bit of ice that's in this large Dr. Pepper I got at Dairy Queen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, Ooh. that's the oh. most Socks answer. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. I think either that or like a warm glass of milk would be like uh, that's that signature <laughs> sauce. A warm glass of expired milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey Tom, what's up with you? Hey man, how's it going? Yeah, I'm just just chilling on this Friday night. Just uh, happy to be here. Happy to be with my friends. Happy to do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I I assume some of us are probably happy that you're here. Yeah, I think most most yeah. people. Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah. Hey Tim, how's it going, Tim? It's going good, and in fact. It's going better than ever. How come? Well, I've been uh, playing the new uh, WWE 2K18 for uh, the old PlayStation 4 here. Did somebody say video games? What? Uh, hey, it's uh, it's Pat. Uh, Guys, hey, it's Patrick. It's Pat. Hey, hey it's, it's it's Pat from Polygon.com. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey Pat. He's back. Uh, welcome. I, I should probably specify that I am not here as an official representative of Polygon.com. <laughs> Do not drag your profession into this. No. Are you representing anyone officially tonight? I am uh, specifically, I, I think I said this last time I was on the show, I am specifically representing Maddie Iglesias of Vox.com. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything that I say on this podcast is, in fact, his opinion. I'm, I'm, I'm from time to time i'm glancing over to him and just sort of getting his approval and he's just nodding furiously oh fantastic yeah and well, can you can you leave us his contact details at the end of the show just so um, yeah, yeah actually, i can give them to you right now oh fantastic that'd be great uh patrick how's it going it's great to see you uh it, it, good it's going pretty pretty darn good I'm, I'm glad to be on the show again it was, it was it was so much fun last time uh tom please no no more problematic content Problematic content? I don't. I'm not familiar. That doesn't sound like something I'd be interested in. I think I'm only interested in providing, you know, uh, uplifting, nourishing content, which doesn't reference anyone being put in wheelchairs. And then, then you just went and did it again. Uh, so, so there was. Uh, did you previously? So I haven't had a chance to listen to the last couple episodes. Mm. Uh, did you address the fact that somebody on Twitter, uh, on my recommendation, listened to the show <laughs> and then said they couldn't make it more than a few minutes in because it sounded like Reddit the podcast? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to say we did listen to that, but he also referenced the fact that we may have said something about putting Daniel Bryan in a wheelchair. Uh, and that was in the last, I think, 10 minutes of the show. So uh, I, I genuinely don't remember that. I, you know, I don't remember these things I say either. You, you laugh know? pretty hard. <laughs> you, seem to, yeah. you, you seem thrilled by it at the time, Pat. You know, that's that's all oh, I remember. No. You seem very encouraged by it. I think the Tom, the point Tom is trying to make here is that this person genuinely gave a real listen to this show and got yeah. to that point and exactly. was like done and no more. So, so their claim that we are read at the podcast uh, actually carries even more weight than if they'd only listened to ten minutes. You know, they gave it, a, they gave it a real try, uh, but they, they, it just wasn't for them. You know, and that's fine. That's fine. It isn't going to be for everyone uh but i i don't think we are like reddit the podcast we're, we're our own thing you know they don't they don't talk about those sorts of things on reddit they'd get downvoted in a, in a real hurry <laughs> mm. um speaking of downvoting things though uh you guys have been playing ww2k18 is that right is that right pat is that something you've been doing as well uh, yeah i wish it wasn't true i'm i'm, I'm working <laughs> on a review for ww2k18 um oh good yeah, yeah, just to let everybody know, um, I, I guess I can give you a sneak preview of the reviews, just that the games are always bad and they've always been bad, and I don't yes. know if there's a good way to make a simulation wrestling game. Like, it's it's such a weird thing to have to be like, okay, let's make a simulation-style game built around a simulated fight between two people who are, in fact, working together, mm-hmm. like, it's a it's a tough nut to crack, and they have not cracked it for a very very long time. No, no, you you say that, but they they did manage it like you know like twenty years ago. Uh, so it feels like they they cracked that nut, but then they yeah. carefully reassembled it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but back then they weren't really focusing on it being just like the TV product. Right. Yeah. yeah th- th- I think that's the biggest shitty thing is like they not to get too video gamey on this not video game podcast, but like half you don't need your hands on the controller for 75% of that game because either you're getting your ass kicked and you can't do a reversal (laughs) or Uh uh, you um, did a move and now it's time to watch the seven second animation for the fucking move. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I want to I ask. So uh, did you spend any money on this product as a member of the gaming press? Did you get it yours for free or like what's going on there, man? We, we, we were not sent review copy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll just say that money money was spent on this product, so so you you are indirectly supporting the success of this uh, of this, this terrible franchise. I guess I guess you're right, uh, Tim. Uh, yes. you've been playing it as well. How how much money have you spent on WW2 K18? Listen, Tim? Tom, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you knew about this. All right. I, what? I I don't remember knowing anything about this. This was the year where I was like, okay, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna mm. do this to myself again. And then I remembered that if you pre-ordered, you get it. Uh, what four days early was it? Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So I go scouring for for codes to get, um, so I could play it over the weekend, and mm. I found them. Yeah, I great. bought one and realized mm-hmm. uh, that it was a uh, not gonna hap- get to me until midnight that night. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, well, it's on Amazon. I can just cancel it, right? Mm-hmm. So then I went ahead and uh, got one I could get right then, so I could pre-download it. Mm-hmm. Did that, and uh, well, I couldn't uh, return. The first purchase I made. So, <laughs> oh no. Oh, and what, what was that copy? Uh, it was like 80 something bucks. The digital deluxe it's copy? It's like 89.99. Yeah. For that one yeah. copy. So I spent like 160 something dollars on this <laughs> game. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Um, so you, you alone, Tim, you've really sent a clear message that uh, this this terrible game <laughs> is something you want more of, you know? You've, you've voted with yeah. your wallet. And I played it for about three days, and then I quit. You voted twice. <laughs> uh, so I, I will say there are some positives to it. Like, uh, I want to hear these. It's, it's, run, it's fun to run simulations in it still. Mm-hmm. Like, running mm-hmm. simulations is more fun than playing it. The character <laughs> editor is pretty good, and there is a free camera now in the replay editor, yes. so you can go anywhere and look at anything you want. <laughs> you can go like right into the crowd. I love the character creator. That's the most fun thing in the game to me. It's really good. Yeah, it seems to be less like a game. It's like less a wrestling game and more just like a kind of a wrestling attire and entrance kind of like simulator. Yeah, and that seems to be where the enjoyment is. Like, no one ever seems to like have any fun actually playing the game. It's just kind of like you know messing with the costumes and and that kind of stuff. Yeah, the glitches are the most fun part to me about the actual uh, gameplay. Mm. Oh, is that still? Yeah, I, 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 the last I played last year's, and that was definitely a, a core feature. What kind of what kind of stuff have you guys run into with uh, the glitches of the game? I, I've had a very good. Uh, I've had a lot of good instances where it just completely crashes. Oh, that's yeah, that's not right. a good glitch. That's that's a no. bad glitch. Yeah, that's not that's a, a bad glitch. One, yeah. It's pretty bad. Uh, I, 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 put, I tweeted one the other day that that gave me a good giggle where the ref in trying to get in position to make the count just sprinted full speed into the ropes for maybe uh seven seconds just with the rope rope pushing into his neck and Uh it's just extreme look of pain on his face as he flailed his shoulders under the top rope uh trying to get in position and then uh just the guy pinning me just gave up um so there's some fun to be had then. Yeah, we did a we did a launch stream where something very similar to that happened in an eight man tag, um, where the ref would just decide not to count like about eighty percent of the pins. <laughs> <laughs> it was an extremely bad time, and we I, I only managed to end it when I had Sands from Undertale pick up the uh, the steel steps and hit Primo Cologne in the face. <laughs> That classic matchup that everyone's been waiting for. That's that's what people have been waiting for. Everyone's, everyone's, everyone's asking for it. It's going to happen. There's been buzz. Yeah. Uh, I, my only memory... So I, I got the last years, and I think I played one match, and mm-hmm. it ended where... I got caught underneath the table somehow, like on the like the commentator's table, <laughs> and then I just got counted out because I literally couldn't kind of glitch back out from underneath the table, and that that was it. I just kind of put it down, I put it away, and I was like, okay, that's that, that's enough. Two K seventeen for for this year. Um, yeah, so I don't think I don't think I'll be going back. But you know, God bless you guys for for continuing to support this terrible franchise, and. Um, yeah, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll keep getting more of the same, you know, year in year out. <laughs> um, speaking of like, uh, speaking of wrestling, though, and speaking of you know, real wrestling, uh, I I went to see some some real wrestling uh, last weekend. If you guys can believe it, uh, I saw. Did uh, anyone glitch out under any tables? That you know what? Okay, so. It's funny that you talk. <laughs> all right, so I saw Evolve at uh, La Boom in 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 Queens, and um, what one fun thing? One fun thing about it was so La Boom is like it must be doing like a theme theme nights or something for Halloween. So like the whole like uh, the whole venue was set up to be like a, a horror circus theme. 
So there's like a wrestling ring in the middle of it, and then all on the the ceiling and stuff, there's like um, there's like a big sign which says Horror Circus, and then there's a bunch of like evil like zombie clowns and stuff all over the place. Mm. So it was it was kind of like seeing Halloween Havoc, but like you know in in a tiny nightclub in Queens with with a lot of wrestlers that I'd never seen or heard before. But speak speaking of glitches though. I saw uh, a new wrestler who you guys might not, might not be aware of, who might be my new favorite wrestler. Um, his name is Jarek120, and he is a wrestling magician. Mm. It's he, mm. he, it, it was very exciting. It was very what, exciting. What does the 120 stand for? That's a good, all right. <laughs> I feel like it has to do something with like cards or something, or like. That doesn't make sense, though, does it? How many no, cards are there? No, because there's 52 cards yeah. in a deck, right? It's 52 cards in a deck, so 20 would refer to, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel, what's a magic thing with 20 in it? Is, is it just, like, the amount of tricks he knows? <laughs> he, mm, it might be that, yeah. He was, like, when, as far as being a wrestling magician, like, it mostly manifested itself in, like, him wearing, like, uh, a lot. It, all his gear had, like, playing cards on, on it and stuff. Okay. Uh, oh. he, well, I he mean, did... you could also do that if, like, you're you had like a riverboat gambler gimmick. So, did he do anything <laughs> else? To... All right. So, what, his one kind of wrestling trick that he did was like uh, on the outside, he kind of like he suspended himself like horizontally, so it almost looked like he was levitating, like holding onto the ring post uh, while on the outside, and then he dropped an elbow like onto uh, Darby Allen, at who who he was wrestling at the time. Uh, so it, it was kind of some. It kind of looked like levitation, you know. There was there was some good stuff. There was a lot of this potential. sounds real lame. Um, it's man. not lame. It's good. there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential who, who with uh, Jarek One Twenty. Jarek One Twenty. He used Jarek his powers of of magic and illusion to 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 win that match. So is there any chance? And I don't want to get my hopes <laughs> up, and I don't want you to get my hopes up. So be honest with me. Do you think there's yep. any chance the arc? This is going to be a continued uh, feud, <laughs> and maybe Darby <laughs> Allen will have to learn magic to to counter. Uh, Jarek's powers. Yes, that is Absolutely. my that is my yes. sincere hope. I th- I think that Darby Allen uh, is, is the perfect foil for for Jarek mm-hmm. 120 because he he wears face paint, which is kind of magical, <laughs> <laughs> and he also wears uh, CM Punk kick pads, which is just as magical. He d- exactly. There's a lot of magic going on with the two of them. Wait, so I th- d- I, Darby hmm? Allen has started wearing kick pads. Oh no, Jarek. Okay, I got you, got you. Oh Jarek, no, Jarek. Okay. No, yeah, D- Darby Allen. He wear so from the bottom down. J- Darby Allen looks kind of like a beautiful lady because he wears like uh short shorts and like <laughs> leggings underneath yeah so he just looks like man you know if you just kind of position your hand in the right place you can just you know have some very exciting fantasies about darby oh allen um <laughs> but i so i i, I was interested in Jarek 120 I wanted, to, I wanted to find out more about him um so i decided to go on an adventure and do some you know some social media research because I don't want him to become my new favorite wrestler and then for, you know, some problematic content to to emerge somehow. Uh, and, and Oren, you, you went on this kind of adventure with me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think first it's important for you to establish the background of what it is that Jarek120 likes to do on the internet. Well, okay, so in the, so Jarek120's, his, main, his current main YouTube channel is like uh, gaming and wrestling. And it's all kind of like, you know, fairly innocuous as like, you know, his top 25 moves. Uh, there's some Destiny streaming videos and stuff, you know? <laughs> there's some clips from his matches where he does magic tricks. You know, it's, it's fairly innocuous stuff. Um, if you dive a little bit deeper, you find out that he has another YouTube channel called uh, Disturb Reality. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron, what, what did you see when, when, we, when we found the Disturb Reality channel? What, what, what did we encounter? What did we see there? Well, he has a whole lot of YouTube videos of him using... I would say quasi PUA type of techniques oh, to to trick to design to trick women into kissing, right? <laughs> that's that's basically it. Yeah, it's it's weird. So like disturb reality, and like some of these videos have like three million views. So like, oh geez, <laughs> there's a popularity for this kind of content, which which got me very excited and seemed to be like you know a new opportunity you know for us to potentially pursue. But you know we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, he has like so he has like you know there's some how-to videos for like card tricks but like the kissing videos is like so that they're, they're, they're described as like prank videos there's one which is called like <laughs> the magic phone number kissing prank oh. it's very very confusing it seems to involve like using like the calculator on your iphone to enter your phone number and then you get a girl to enter some random numbers and sometime somehow it results in her phoning your phone and then her kissing you it's really confusing oh jeez he's obsessed with kissing he's obsessed with kissing <laughs> and he's obsessed actually, with kissing there's actually and there's like there's a, so some of the, these some of these kissing prank videos like which is apparently magic but it doesn't seem like magic they're very confusing so there's like you know tutorial videos that follow up from this 
Uh, and one of them, one of them has like a description which kind of disturbed me, which says, uh, "Use to your discretion." I am a firm believer that <laughs> that this should be used as a crutch while working your confidence up to not need magic to manipulate sexual interests. Oh. <laughs> so, oh no, this is this is four years ago, but you know, I don't think this is possibly. I don't think we can really excuse this. It's, it's possible that Jarek isn't isn't a great guy. Uh, Aaron, you found some other stuff as well. Like some some interviews or some weird stuff where he was talking about it. So I I just googled Jarek one twenty kissing to see what would happen there. <laughs> what a search! What a search! And the the first result is uh, an interview he did with a really reputable looking site called NewMediaRockstars.com. Hell yeah! And so it's just like it's it's just an interview with him. And the first question of the interview is. How old were you when you had your first kiss? He so he he's a very kiss centric. Did you see uh, t- t- Tom when you saw him in the ring? Did you see any hint that he was a kiss freak? There was zero. In, there was zero indication. There was some. He kind of like he got confrontational with some fans. At no time did he try and kiss any fans. He yeah. didn't try and kiss his <laughs> opponent. He didn't try and kiss the ref. I had no idea. I'm, I was shocked to, to to see this. Mm-hmm. So he was fifteen. He was fifteen when he had his first kiss. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's, that's reasonable, right? That's reasonable. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to judge. Well, you know, I mean, some of us, some of us are, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Were you going to say late bloomers or early bloomers? I was going to say early bloomers. Thank you. But, uh, so on a scale of one to 10, the interviewer asks, how good was it? What is it? You guys want to guess how good Jarek 120's first kiss was? Wait. How good his first kiss was, or how good his current kissing level is? How good his first... We're not there yet. Hold your horses. Oh, we're not there? Okay. His first... Uh, I'd say four out, of, four out of ten is my guess. It was a seven. All right. It was a seven. Okay, right. wow. All right. So he's, he's got he's a solid kissing the fact base. that it was his first as part of that, because, like, that's going to make it more special. Like... Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, you know the what, what's the horrible expression? You know, New York ten or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what is that? I've never heard that expression. You've never what's... heard that? It, th- th- there's no. a really bad. Maybe it's I don't know. Th- there's like some stupid snobby expressions for how like the disgusting number rating system for rating human beings is different oh, from different geographies. A New York ten. Mm-hmm. I thought you said a New York ten. Like a, a New York tan, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a New York, like if you've got New York tan, all right, a New York tan. It's right, where you just anyway. have a, a tan in the shape of a, a pizza slice on your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's right. Yeah. So, like, if if Jarek one hundred and twenty had that same exact kiss now, mm. he would probably yeah. rate it. I would guess a five. It's just that that's just what I'm saying. Is I, I'm thinking like it's probably that the value of that first kiss is probably yeah. somewhat inflated because it was his first. Yeah, there's some sense. And 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 Pat, you have anticipated the next question in this interview, sort of. Okay, great. Uh, which is on a scale of one to ten, how good of a kisser are you? Mm. He's a ten. He rates himself a ten. Oh yeah, yeah. of course he is. <laughs> of course he uh-huh. is. His skills have only improved. Yeah. And then here's my favorite part. The interviewer asks, "How many hours would you guess you spent <laughs> kissing?" Oh. Uh-huh. It's a good question. It's just a good interview. Yeah. This, How many you won't, this this really reads like a fucking publication written by like twelve year olds. <laughs> Did you get cooties? <laughs> this is clearly written to Jarek one twenty by Jarek one twenty. It's it's all a false flag operation. Yeah, there's some funny business going on, and so then. <laughs> How many hours would you guess you spent kissing? His answer is. Upwards of 4,000. What? <laughs> His rationale, you ask? Mm-hmm. I was in a relationship for four years at one point. <laughs> oh, Jarek, my dear. Oh, man. <laughs> So is he using? So is he using like the the four thousand as the base? So he's saying, okay, I was in a relationship for four years. I was kissing mm-hmm. for so a thousand, thousand, thousand kisses a year. A, th- a right. thousand hours of kissing a year. Yeah. How many kiss? How many hours of kissing a day would that be if it's a thousand a year? That'd be like three hours or something, close to two and a half. So I tried to crunch this math mm. and I kind of gave up out yeah. of boredom. Mm. Yeah. But <laughs> there's about I want to say eight hundred hours a month and a half sure. right yeah okay that sounds about right and yeah. so i'm thinking i'm thinking that he has to be doing about a thousand kisses every month and a half but we don't know how long are the kisses is he when he was in this relationship for four years yes and 
how, was he just were there were there hour long makeout sessions every day? Is was it is he counting every little peck he mm. gave her on the cheek? Every, yeah, that's what he has to. Right. Yeah. He has to. Right. He, he doesn't so get to be a ten. All those little pecks. Maybe he's mm. doing sort of like a like a, a lawyer or a therapist and sort of rounding upward on the time, <laughs> like. Yeah, you know, I, I I kissed, so I'm going to bill you for an hour of kissing. <laughs> yeah, sure. And, it, and yeah. it sort of begs the question, how many of these kisses were tricks? Oh, yeah, that's, Ooh, yeah, that's a much talking ones. question. Yeah, um, yeah, those. Interestingly, uh, maybe not interestingly, uh, mm. maybe a little bit of Hideo Kojima wordplay going on here. Uh, mm. Jarek. Uh, <laughs> how's, he, how's he keeping track of all these kisses? Well, maybe much like Chris Jericho, who uh, wrote down all of his wrestling matches and whether he won or lost <laughs> them. Uh, Jarek120 keeps a kiss book where he writes every time he kisses uh, so he can have a thorough record. And the amount of time. <laughs> but the kiss book is a bunch of uh, playing cards stapled yeah. together that he wrote on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's magic. Mm. So I did. I did a tiny bit of a uh, tiny amount of math here. Mm. Uh, a year in hours is eight thousand seven hundred and sixty hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. four thousand hours would be roughly about like five months worth of kissing. So that's how much he did uh, throughout his four year relationship. Five months straight. That's what it takes to be a ten. I don't think anybody's ever kissed that much. You got to see this Jarrett guy. <laughs> Pat, you got to see this Jericho. You, once you see him, I think it'll understand. Like now, thinking back, it makes sense. You know, yeah. Even though I didn't mm-hmm. see him kissing at the time. Here's my question: the mm. the Gabe Sapolsky when he booked him, yes. did he know? And is he doing this for all? Like you said, some of his, those videos had like a lot of views. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if wonder if that had something to do with him getting booked. Absolutely. So, so you're saying Gabe Sapolsky was on YouTube trying to figure out how to get a girl to kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> he had some kisses, and, and he was on this guy's kissing channel, and he was like, "Oh, this this guy's great. Let's see what his other content is." And he mm-hmm. scrolls, he scrolls onto his main, all off of his alt YouTube page, and he's like, "Oh, he's a wrestler too." Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you know, you know, uh, accusing Gabe of anything, but no, uh, yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> there's no like, okay. there's just some fair assumptions, you know. We're, we're all, we're all just using our deductive powers here to. It, it just makes sense. I'll, I'm going to ask Gabe about this right now, and hopefully he'll get back to us pretty quick about this. Now, quick question, Tom. When you were at Laboom, uh, did you get a chance to look at his lips? I mean, did you did you really scope Jarek's lips out? Were they weathered? Were they, was he... were they always in a smoochy uh, like position? The, they had a certain pout to them. He has a beard now, which he didn't like when he was doing these videos four years ago. Mm-hmm. So it was difficult to. It's a tricky one to say. Um, he definitely had. He had like the cockiness. And mm-hmm. he, there was, there was a certain, like, you know, there was, there was a pronunciation to his lips, which made me think, this guy knows what he's doing with that, that mouth. Did he have sort of the, the, the scabs, the scabs and sores of someone who kisses nonstop? No scabs or sores, but it's possible. I'm trying to think. Did, of did he look the, like his lips were heavily moisturized? <laughs> that, yeah, that's what I'm trying to remember. If there was any kind of like glistening or moisture. Again, the, the beard really made it tricky. The, it yeah. really made it tricky. Tricky. I'll, yeah. Huh. Next, next, next time, next time I see him, I'll, 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 I'll look closer, and hopefully we'll be able to tell because we got to get to the, bo- the bottom of this, you know. This is because uh, I, I was, I was very ready to declare that he was my new favorite wrestler, and I'm not, you know, not kiss shaming. You know, it's great that he loves to kiss, but mm-hmm. um, I just want to make sure that most of those kisses were procured. No, you know what? Not just most of those kisses; all of those kisses were procured yeah. consensually. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> I just want to clarify that all kisses should be consensual, without the aid of magic. <laughs> without the aid of magic. One, yeah. one thing that I, I, I'm curious about is, um, maybe it might be fun. Is let, let's say uh, another indie wrestler were to have a, an alt YouTube channel where they were mm. making some very successful tutorials. Uh, what do you think? Let, let's say uh, Chris Dickinson, oh, for Jesus example, Christ. the 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 Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson <laughs> Daddy would have an alt yeah. YouTube channel uh, with successful videos. What do you think those would be oh, about? Uh, I think it would be about like penis enlargement stuff. <laughs> like I think, I think it would be about like out al- like alchemy, like different chemicals you can mix together and drink to uh to increase the size of your penis. I, I think it'd be about like shouting at children and just <laughs> I don't know getting kicked off buses and stuff and. Or like how to stiff people with your kicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. just generally being an awful person. Yeah. So, so not, not a lot of Chris Dickinson fans in no, the room here. No, <laughs> no, 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 it's surprising, isn't it? You'd think uh, you'd think that we would be. Uh, no, well, you, I, well, you, can, you can cut this out of the podcast then. But I, I just kind of want to know what do you think the situation with his hog is? <laughs> uh, very, very hairy, like you know, matted. 
a yeah. massive amount of hair, like all the way up the shaft, um, <laughs> but like like a certain amount of stubbiness as well. Like there's there's an anger to his yeah. cock. Um, but y- you've seen the mm-hmm. fucking thing, right? I haven't seen. It. Wait, what? Oh. Not 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 uh, like through his fucking trunks. <laughs> yeah, it's very noticeable. I've no, I've oh man, I haven't oh, noticed. God. I've been, I'm I'm too innocent. I've been I've been checking out people's lips for the the kissing situation. Oh, this is the second time. Last week you you hadn't seen fins either. <laughs> no, I, you guys are just crazy for looking at cocks. I thought I was you know pretty into that situation, but apparently not. Uh, the best no. the best thing I ever uh, overheard somebody yell at Chris Dickinson was uh, I, I was at the show that show where he. Uh, Pazuzu bombed Kimberly oh. onto a fucking ring oh. bell. Oh, lovely! And fucked her up real bad. Uh, <laughs> but somebody, well, well, he had her set up for the Pazuzu bomb. Yelled at him and called him a boner popping motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this this stays in the podcast. Do you, yeah. Do you think that was just referring to his boat, like Chris Dickinson's boner, or like the collective boners in the in that the room? Popping, yeah, yeah. That was sparked from him abusing Kimberly. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think it was probably there. They had noticed that there's a bit of a situation. They had a bit of a situation. <laughs> he's just very excited. Do you think he's just very excited all the time? Like, do you think it's a sexual arousement, or do oh, you think he's oh. just you know the adrenaline just pumping through him all the time? It's just you know. I think I think he's I think like it's a dog. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt, but hey, speaking of uh, speaking of supplements and speaking of you know the effects that they can have, uh, what's what's going on with Ryback <laughs> these days, Aaron? Have you have you been following what's going on with Ryback? Oh man, Ryback! Can we do a quick Ryback check? Yeah, we'll do. A, we'll, uh, well, look, yeah, uh, let me pref- preface this. Um, did I say that right? Preface, preface, preface. 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 There it is. There That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Softy boys. Um, if if you go into this, Aaron, this will be the last Ryback segment. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Why is it? What? Why would it be the last Ryback? We, Ryback is a, a cornerstone of the podcast. I don't know. I this feel is like... so sinister. Okay, let's go. What? Let's go. No, I need. No, I need to hear your rationale here. I need to know if. Well, I'm... I just feel like this is us. I feel like what if you're going in the direction I think you're going, this is going to be us laying him to rest. What? And because... No, Ryback has proven that he can always go a step further. There is okay. no. <laughs> there's no. There's no limit to. He has unlimited energy, as his T-shirt once said. He has. A, yeah, he has a limited energy i'm just saying the next step he goes to will be bad no we've got to document look hey look hey here's the thing ryback right. is probably not going to be much longer for this world oh, you know? that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> that's what you were implying we're gonna no we're with right we're with ryback for the whole ride and for the grizzly aftermath we're here okay, okay so we have a you know without providing too much backstory and i'll just leave this up to the viewers and their listeners imaginations we've we've done some things on the podcast that we had to cut out in the past because the people we spoke about died <laughs> before, between between recording and uh and you know uh re- publishing of the podcast yeah so i feel and i get what tim is saying here that we may be cursing ryback a little bit if we mm-hmm. choose to talk about him today yeah and we don't want that, to that and we don't want i don't want ryback to die because he's my number one source of yeah. uh of content on yeah. twitter <laughs> and i can't have that stream leave it yeah or provide... needs ryback yeah, yeah i need i need ryback uh so i'm gonna make this really short uh hopefully uh, the less i talk about him the less likely he is to die mm-hmm. uh because oh my i'm God. <laughs> <laughs> not ready for that to happen yet. Sure. Uh, so uh, Ryback said some problematic shit. I'm not here for that. Uh, no. What I'm here for is the graphic design uh. on his uh, social media right now. <laughs> it just keeps uh, getting better and better. Uh-huh. I don't know who does it. If anyone has any tips on who designs shit for Ryback, please DM me. I need to know. Uh, I would like to commission this person to make my, uh, you know, personal graphics that I will use to promote myself mm-hmm. in life. Um, but the one thing I would like to talk about is the fact that the other day on Instagram, uh, Ryback posted a screen cap from a real estate. Well, no, let me back up. Ryback posted a screen cap from another Instagram <laughs> mm-hmm. that was a screen cap from a real estate listing that mm-hmm. was a picture of a two car garage <laughs> with the caption uh-huh. in escrow on a three bedroom condo, adding some properties into the old Feed Me More LLC portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Inception. There's so many layers to this. Uh, so, what is the implication here? What does this mean? What does this mean for Ryback? Ryback's buying property. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryback's still—he's still very successful. He's still expanding his his portfolio of properties and, mm. and wealth. 
What this means to me is that Ryback doesn't plan to die soon. He's, okay, so he's making investments. Like <laughs> he's, he's making, yes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's got all his, his whole life ahead of him. I mean, maybe, right, maybe. Right, right. Yeah. He's, he's tying up his money and he's tying up his future. So did you, we'll just did leave Did you consider it. that maybe he's just looking for the right place to die? <laughs> that seems very possible as well. I mean, if you if you follow Ryback, you know that he has a home gym in his garage. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if he is buying a two car garage, that means he is expanding his home gym. Yeah. And we all know what can happen when a wrestler no. is sinister. No, no, well, no. We, although we we don't have to say it. The readers can research. They know. They know. All right. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Uh, but no, good ride back check in. Um, he's still with us. We're still delighted to have him with us. I will say, of all the people we who've who've uh, succumbed to the curse, Ric Flair is still alive. He is. He he is. He pulled through. Fortunately, Thank God. Uh, that was a close one. Uh, but hey, speaking of speaking of Ryback uh, and speaking of frustrating situations, have you guys been following the the Impact Pizza situation that's been going on? No, tell me about this. Uh, I it's annoying to even bring up. So, <laughs> in, Impact Wrestling they they teased at having uh, Impact Pizza coming soon, like last mm-hmm. week I think. Maybe it was just like a graphic, uh, and I was surprised but very excited um, yeah. because well, I thought I thought like hey Impact they're awful with their wrestling they yes. can't mess pizza <laughs> up right no like, if yeah. i can get some impact pizza i'll be pretty happy exactly and uh, yeah my idea was like okay they're gonna have they're gonna get like some kind of you know cheap like pizza brand and just like slap their name on it and it'll be available in you know probably limited supermarkets maybe in like the nashville area uh mm-hmm. but it'll be available in stores for for people to purchase and immediately i thought six-sided pizza right? yes like it would be in, in the shape of the ring makes a lot of sense yeah or there can be like you know one uh pizza which is six-sided and another pizza which has like hulk hogan on the box because we know he needs money <laughs> just saying you know no no more of these playpen pizzas and it's a four-sided pizza but no. So what's happening? So they had a pr- they had a press conference for it today, and it's I, and it's really annoying to even talk about because they don't deserve to even be referenced. So like Bound for Glory is happening in like Ottawa, I think, and the what pizza impact- capital of the world. The, exactly. That's when you go for a good a for a real Sicilian pie, you know, when you want some of that real that real good stuff. Um, so the, the, what Impact Pizza is, it's not going to be available in stores. It's not going to be available any kind of like national chains. There's one restaurant in Ottawa, uh, which is going to have like Impact branded pizzas for like a week or so. (sighs) Like Bound for Glory. It's so annoying to even talk about. It's so frustrating. So there's going to be like, they're going to have like two different pizzas. Do you want to hear what the pizzas are like? Yeah. No. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you. There's the sriracha scissor kick pizza, which is spicy jerk chicken, roasted corn, black beans, salsa fresca. I don't know what that is. Red onions, jalapenos, and sriracha drizzle. Drizzle. Sriracha drizzle. Uh, and the pulled pork pile driver, smoky pulled pork, pickled onions, red chilies, jalapeno peppers, smoked bacon, barbecue drizzle. It's it's bullshit. Like honestly, like it's one restaurant. Any of us, we could just kind of go to any restaurant and just give them a couple of hundred bucks and say, <laughs> hey, for one week, can we rename a pizza to be the Wrestling On Air pizza or the Tom pizza? Or like, Oren, you have your own pizza shop. How much money would I have to give you to rebrand a pizza for a week to be named whatever I want it to be? Um, If you would work a shift in the store. Um, With pleasure, yeah. To my satisfaction, I would let you have a Tom pizza for a week. For Exactly. Yeah. And you like, oh, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. So this is just like another documented instance of, of, of Impact kind of letting, every, like letting, letting us, the fantastic fans down, which, which is very frustrating. Um, and just, yeah, just kind of really just failing to kind of commit to what could have been a very exciting idea. I know how that feels. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's continued disappointment. Uh, Tim. Yeah. What would you want an impact pizza to be aside from having six sides? Well, I wanted it to be um, easily uh, easy to get. Yeah, um, and they they took that away from me. They took it away from me. Really, I just wanted uh, I, in my head when I saw the headline "Impact Pizza Coming mm. Soon." Yeah, I thought they were actually, and I don't know why I thought this. I thought it was going to be a frozen pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand. I was sure. Yeah, um, and the flavors and, you suggested you know, are like straight up California Pizza Kitchen frozen pizzas. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
And so, so they used they used national TV time to advertise <laughs> a pizza that you could only get in Ottawa. That's a great question. That, okay, that the question there is: Does Impact have national TV time? And has <laughs> has anyone watched Impact to know? I only saw it on their Twitter, so I just don't know. I'm not sure okay. about that. Yeah, I not. I guess that's kind of less of a concern. Like you know, because what else are they going to be doing with their TV time? You know, right. like uh, they might as well just advertise like a pizza that's going to be sold in one Canadian restaurant for a week. You know. <laughs> Nothing else going on. My favorite, my favorite thing that Impact has done recently is, uh, you know, they were doing that uh, ad campaign for uh, "Where's Bound for Glory going to be this year?" <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. But only one of the tweets got popular, and it was the one where it was saying, uh, "Is it going to be in England or, or like just showing pictures of England yeah. or like the UK and stuff?" Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to be in UK." But no, there was actually many others yeah. featuring different countries. Yeah, like, but only the UK one got a lot of retweets. Exotic locations <laughs> like Ottawa, you know, that's the, 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 yeah. And then they just went to Ottawa. Yeah, but hey, guys, can we can we do a quick health check? It's socks. Mm. You've you've always struck me as kind of a sickly kind of guy. Um, <laughs> do you have the mumps, man? I don't have the mumps yet, unfortunately. I am all up on my vaccinations. Uh, do you know who? Because man, I just hear that there's a lot of mumps going around. Because like apparently, who? Which is it? What Bray Wyatt, JoJo, and Bo Dallas <laughs> who might have the mumps? <laughs> and, and Roman, Roman Reigns does he have the mumps as well? Let's 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 uh, let's say that. Um, Right now, it's just meningitis, but there has been some reports that they've gotten tested for the mumps. Wait, I've got to say, right, saying right now, it's just meningitis. Like, do, do I have like a fundamental? That's where we're at. Yeah, that, that's where we're at. Meningitis is like a big one, right? Like that, like yeah, it, no, it's real bad. Yeah, it's, it's real it bad. sucks. Yeah, meningitis seems like a really bad one. Is the mump because the mump sounds kind of fun? Like the mumps kind of. It sounds kind of like it might be like a good yeah. time. Are you Doesn't the, the mumps make you sterile? Oh man. <laughs> That's a piece of inf- I don't know. Like, are, is that something you've heard, Aaron? Have you heard about the mumps? Yes, I'm pretty sure the mumps cause sterility. Oh, so, man. yeah, that's kind of sad. There goes the big dog. So, so my question is this: is that there is a very common vaccine called an MMR, which is a measles, mumps, rubella vaccine that most people get. Are these all unvaccinated people we're dealing with in <laughs> that, the WWE? Yeah, like, is that seriously what's going on? Because, like, okay, so we know for maybe not a fact. We we can make some assumptions about certain members of the 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 WWE locker room who you know might not be vaccinated. Um, you know the most obvious one maybe being like you know Daniel Bryan or maybe not Daniel Bryan himself, but he might have opinions about vaccinations. We did get a. Uh, I, I just want to mention this up early. We did get a question from one of our listeners. SC underscore MH did ask, is Birdie Bella and her anti-vaccine stance responsible for the mumps outbreak in WWE? So <laughs> there could be a, uh, there could have been a Birdie, Be- a Birdie Bella situation going on. But yeah. I just, I just want to mention Bo Dallas was missing from uh, an episode of Raw earlier. And also he may be a flat earther. So I mm-hmm. think I, he probably doesn't have vaccine. He's probably not vaccinated either. Do you think that... Oh, sorry, Pat. No, I, I, I just wanted to weigh in and say that I have seen some of uh, Daniel Bryan's reading materials, and I, I have a feeling he is a strong believer in the benefits of herd immunity. Mm. And, um, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I, 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 do, I, I believe he has vaccinated his child for the better of society. I'm with Pat. I fully believe Daniel Bryan has let little birdie uh, get, get the shots. Okay. All right. Well, we've got two Daniel Bryan truthers on the on the pod. Uh, I, I, I personally believe that Daniel Bryan has used some of his 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 knowledge of like you know herbs and like you know his his uh, his garden and spices uh, to to somehow to somehow create like uh, an anti vaccination like formula which he's been feeding to the boys in the back. Uh, so even though Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and Bo Dallas, and JoJo, they were all vaccinated, uh, Daniel Bryan fed them one of his, a marvelous medicine, which you know somehow like took away the power of that vaccination, mm-hmm. and that's why they that's why they're now susceptible to the mumps. And that's, that's, he, again, I don't have the facts, but you know that's he, my he assumption. crept into their hotel rooms with a, a, a decanter <laughs> full of yes. um, of uh, smoking herbs and sort of swung those herbs over, <laughs> yes, over his, his coworkers in the dead of to night, get the vaccination yeah. out of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he kind of like, and he kind of like, you know, he kind of like sucks it out. Like he kind of held their mouths open, and he yeah. just kind of like, <gasps> kind of sucked it out. Whoa. And it kind of appeared <laughs> like you know, like a like 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 a mist, and uh, yeah, yeah, it just kind of disappeared into the ether. But again, we don't know the, the facts. Um, but, but hey, guys, do you want to take some emails? 
<gasps> we, we can take some emails. We can take some emails. If you want to email us, you can email us at wrestlingonair at gmail.com or ask us questions in the Ask WOA hashtag. Our first email comes from Connor. Connor asks, hi, WOA. First time, first time. I know Pat is a fan of music and has mentioned his enjoyment of artists like Nick Cave and Captain Beefheart. Mm. If Pat were a wrestle buddy, what would his persona be and how would he establish that in his walkout music slash introductory theme? What song would he choose? This one's on you, Pat. Oh, shit. Big question. That's a very big question. Okay, uh, so let's let, let's let's say that my gimmick, sorry, my uh, my my uh, in in ring persona, <laughs> yes, is is the the thing that would be the most natural fit for me, which is just sort of like a real dark, edgy sort of shooter <laughs> badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just coming out there, kicking really fucking hard, uh, doing a lot of strikes and submissions with really strong <laughs> MMA influence. You can tell that I spend a lot of time training training BJJ. I'm rolling just about every day for two or three hours. So a Shane McMahon type is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, I think I would, uh, and this is obviously like the most obvious uh, Nick Cave cut, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think I'd come out to uh, Nobody's Baby now. Hmm. Very nice. Mm. Uh, does anyone else know anything about Nick? I have, I've heard Nick Cave is very good, <laughs> but uh, it's hard to give Pat the proper the proper reaction there when I haven't heard the song. I I wouldn't. I, I read right hand. I, I'm I'm surprised that nobody actually. You know, uh, Bray Wyatt's theme is already a sort of sound like ripoff of Red Right Hand. Oh, uh, okay, because yeah. it's a fucking very cool, creepy, badass song. Okay, cool. So some Nick Cave, very nice. Um, yeah. Socks. Do we have another question? Perhaps Oliver asks. Hey, y'all. With the recent release of WWE 2K18, which playable wrestlers are you itching to make fight each other? Which wrestlers would you want to morph together to create your own ultimate wrestler? Uh, thanks from Oliver slash uh, PS socks for Big Dog 2K18. Hmm. 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 Huh? No. huh? Do you know Oliver? I have no idea who Oliver is, but I I already love them as they are one of our listeners. Yeah. Sorry, but what were we gonna say, Pat? I was just kind of so sorry. I don't want to hog up a bunch of time with this, but could I get a quick update on um, last time I showed up? I sort of waltzed in here, and I think I pushed. Yeah, I pushed Oren over on being the big dog. Uh, how yeah. have things been since then? Yeah, <laughs> Oren, do you want to speak to that? Well, um, I don't know. I've gotten a lot taller. Yeah. I uh-huh. think um, my voice has gotten a lot deeper. That's true. I uh, every time I look at my um, my display name on Twitter, I think about uh, the day I'm going to change it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, you know, that's pretty much the extent of it for me. Yeah. Well, well welcome to my life, Aaron. Yeah. The kind of the whole thing about the big dog thing is that there is no good exit exit strategy. Um, you you can't really just stop being the big dog. Um, you're, you're, it's like being the president. You know, you're always the president in in some way. You'll always be referred to as you know, Mister President. Um, and and it's tough. And this is this is life that you've kind of well, you haven't ch- you didn't choose it. Uh, Pat like a like a cat amongst the pigeons. Pat just like came in here and and forced it upon <laughs> you. And I'm sorry for that. But um, yeah. I think you're carrying it well. It's it's heavy lies the crown. Uh, to go to go back to the question, um, mm. I think this is a boring answer again. But like uh, the the first match that I I did last year too is just fucking Shinsuke Daniel Bryan because I just feel so mm. bummed that we did not it's pretty get raw, yeah. modern Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Give it a couple of years, you know. Could happen. Could happen. Animal style Daniel Bryan. Who knows? And uh, in terms of which two wrestlers I would combine into one wrestler i would combine uh, shinsuke nakamura and daniel bryan <laughs> mm. oh, <okay. laughs> whose uh, who's hair would, would would that uh thing keep uh so i think you know I, I, as i just said that shinsuke nakamura and daniel bryan i just realized that that's just fucking tommy and that that's just fucking <laughs> <Black. It is. laughs> i was gonna say it, it keep the undershave keep the beard and like you know body shape wise it's just that it already exists it's, it's alistair black yeah can I ask a question about W2K18? Can you take Chris Hero's shirt off in the game? I did. Yeah. I, that's the first <gasps> thing oh, nice. I did. Oh, yeah. great. That's the, good. The, that's the second thing I did after I uh, took all the American <laughs> flag stuff off of Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That, okay, that's good. That's, yeah, okay, maybe I'll do it. How does it look? Game. I, I want to know. Uh, so worrisome. <laughs> Because I, 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 I am a huge, huge Chris Hero fan. He, he might be 
my favorite active wrestler. Uh, and I, I got to see him a lot uh, at Beyond Wrestling. Uh, and I saw him a lot without his shirt on, and he looked fine. Uh, he looks popped good. his shirt off in 2K18, <laughs> and either some shit has been going on uh, recently, or they just did a really bad job modeling his torso. <laughs> Does it? What I'm imagining is almost like a kind of like a barrel of flesh uh, underneath the shirt. No, in the game. Is it I, like I would that welcome that. I would welcome that. Is it the thing? Okay, so I know, like last year, um, with with people like that, it looked like um, there was like squared off on the edges, but still kind of <laughs> yeah, like like they did put a barrel in through his uh, lungs and then down into his stomach. I'd say that that that's fairly accurate. He looks a bit like uh, he looks deflated in a way that like <laughs> he never no. looked on the Indies. <laughs> like he always, yeah. He, I guess the best way of putting it is he looks like a human being. Tried somebody tried to airbrush a human being, mm. like in, in three dimensions. Sure, yeah. Like you know, like they make models thinner for magazines and yeah, shit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. just some it looks like that. It's, it's yeah. distressing and sad. See, what I'm good. imagining is the way JBL looks without a shirt on. <laughs> and I, maybe that's maybe that's close. I just wish they would let him take his damn shirt off. Yeah, it's a bummer because he looks—he just looks like cool, like with just the trunks on. He just looks—he's just a big, massive man. Uh, do you want to have another question? Yes, please. Okay, sure. Uh, this one's from Sarah. Woman to woman, I have just started DDP yoga. Should I trust DDP? Can't help but think something's a bit off about him. <laughs> <laughs> trust DDP. <laughs> I've done DDP yoga too, and let me tell you, it's demoralizing. I'll tell you why. So the one thing I can tell you about DDP when it comes to instructing yoga to women is that uh, he's extremely offensive about it. <laughs> Ouch. Well, I mean, it, sort of the whole crux of DDP yoga is like DDP for people who hate femininity. Femininity, sorry. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. I never thought about it, but that's totally what it is. Yeah. yeah, if you if you don't want to feel like a girl when you move your body, do this yoga. Uh, yet at the same time, he keeps women uh, in the exercise videos and then uh, singles them out uh, for doing things that women should not be able to do. Uh, one thing that comes to mind is when he is instructing on how to do push-ups, he pulls this woman aside and he says now Tamara her name's actually Tamara I remember this because I've done the video so many times <laughs> Tamara when you first came to me naturally you're a woman you couldn't do a single push-up could you <laughs> oh god and then she models the way she used to do push-ups before DDP yoga and what he does is to demonstrate how weak she used to be he he grabs her by the leg and he yanks her leg out from underneath what oh what mm-hmm that's insane. So, uh, so Sarah, the 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 quick answer is no. Uh, you can't trust him. Uh, the uh, the other anecdote I will point to as evidence for this is uh, he does a thing in a lot of his videos where he's telling you to squeeze your ass muscles together. Oh, jeez. And so, and the way he does this is he says, "I know you ladies out there love to turn back the hands of time, and so in order to turn back the hands of time, I'm going to need you to squeeze your glutes as hard as you can." <laughs> Oh. That sounds uh, that sounds like some kind of Jarek uh, one twenty magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's full on depressing. Uh, so good luck with your yoga, Sarah. If you would like some uh, alternate yoga videos that are free on YouTube, hit me up. And be more than, <laughs> I'd be more than happy. Yeah, well, which wrestlers host those ones though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, socks. How about another question? Sure. Uh, Dustin asks. Whose sons are more unruly, Shane's or Big Bill Goldberg's? Oh wow! I would I want to see this match at WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, so bad! <laughs> Their children wrestling each other. Shirts versus skins. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel certain <laughs> th this will happen at WrestleMania at some point. And I guess the the question is: Are you more offended by shirtlessness or uh, middle <laughs> fingers? Because uh, young young Goldberg, he loves popping his shirt off, and he loves mm -hmm. dabbing as well. I was uh, going to say there is like, but you you know Shane Shane O'Mac's kids know how to dab and love to dab. Oh yeah, when they're not on Reddit complaining about wanting the Attitude Era back, they're dabbing. <laughs> but would they do, would they dab with their shirts off though? That's the question. 
Like, mm. would they take that step? Because they mm. did. Did you see the picture? I think there was. It was like his oldest kid was like uh, giving Sami Zayn the middle fingers after uh, <laughs> after the Hell in the Cell match. It was man. Those are some rowdy boys. Those are some very badly behaved boys. Um, man, I, I, you know, I might say like Goldberg Junior. Just because there's only one of him. So like all of the all of the all of the hate and all of like you know the bad behavior that's instilled within Goldberg has just kind of manifested itself into this one being. Uh, whereas with <laughs> with Shane's kid, it's at least been kind of spread out. You know, so even yeah. though Shane has more hate. Uh, and mm. more terribleness. <laughs> it's been spread out against you know a, a, amongst more beings. Uh, so I would, I would say Goldberg Junior. Yeah, I feel I feel like Goldberg's kid is like definitely way more angry, way more maniacal. While like Shane's kids are all tricksters. Uh, like they would all come in wearing uh, referee shirts that say Shane O'Mac on them, and they yes. would all keep pretending to be the referee. Yeah, like what, mm-hmm. like while they're while they're uh, other siblings were wrestling like goldberg's son was raised on like uh you know leather jackets tribal tats yeah. hogs mm. cars <laughs> you don't want to mess yeah. with somebody raised like that they'll take you down he, they yeah and he, like from a pure physical stance but i think shane's kid like socks was saying yeah shane's kids have got like they've been brought up like you know as mcmahon's you know they, they know how to like navigate the court system they know how to like cover up <laughs> they know how to nav- cover up like you know murders and you know uh, assaults uh, so I think that that's more terrifying in a way to me. Maybe you know? you're right. Mm. Maybe you're right. Uh, hey, let's have uh, another question. Sucks. Sure. Uh, Tara asks, "Do you have any experiences with lizard people like Billy Corgan?" And she includes <laughs> a quote here: "When the subject of lizard people came up, Billy didn't want to divulge his opinions. However, he did say not to add to the conspiracy. But I have had paranormal experiences in my life that that sort of lend itself to that category." Billy continued, let's just say I was with somebody once and I saw a transformation <laughs> that I can't explain. Mm. <laughs> I'd like to take this. No, please. please do. Yeah. I have a lot of experience with this. <laughs> and uh, first, I would like to recommend some viewing. If anyone out there has not experienced the w- or witnessed rather a reptilian transformation. First, you want to do is you want to go to YouTube and you mm. want to uh, search Randy Orton reptilian shapeshifter. <laughs> Uh Yeah, sure. That's a good start. Another good one is something, uh, I believe it's Randy Orton, Reptilian Slit and Neck Scales is another one you can go to. Basically, what I'm getting at is there's a whole lot of people out there who think that Randy Orton's a reptilian. So uh, that is a fucking bold ass reptilian move to be a secret lizard person (laughs) and then to say, you know what? I'm the fucking viper. I'm the fucking viper. It's it's hiding in plain sight. Yeah. It works. <laughs> uh, do you think it was Randy Orton who? Because Billy, he's got Billy Corgan. He's kind of been on the fringes of kind of the wrestling biz. Do you think he was just like you know backstage at a WWE show one time uh, when he was like trying to sell Impact or whatever, and he just saw you know Randy Orton from the corner of his eye, just like shifting you know back and forth. Yeah, Randy was just in a corner like eating a bagel, just shifting back and forth, kind of winking at people. Like you didn't see that. Because what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to tell someone about it? He's Randy Orton. You know, you can't. You can't. Who's who? Are they going to believe? Uh, I haven't had experience, but I again, I believe. I believe Billy Corgan, Corgan has, and I believe it was Randy Orton. Uh, socks. Let's, let's have another quest question. Socks. Let's keep let's keep this train rolling. Uh, just one sec. I'm still watching this Randy Orton's reptilian. Oh my god. <laughs> video. All right. <laughs> I gotta say the evidence is uh, the evidence is damning. It's out there. Is it one know? of those where the where the TV glitches a little bit and kind of slurs it? Because <laughs> I used to be really <laughs> into uh, reptilian stuff. Oh yeah, no, those are great videos. No, this is a this is like a like super low resolution. Like I think it's a GIF, but they plugged it into Sony Vegas, and they're yes. just like playing it back and forth over and over again, just proving that <laughs> and, he and has there's a, a cr- next and there's light. a cursor that's like circling <laughs> <Just> over <laughs> where his like the scales are supposed to be on his neck. We need to do that with uh, a Jarek one twenty from uh, the Last of Us show. <laughs> that circle is now showing that he's puckering up. oh boy okay our uh our precious angel rj ass a sweet boy our sweet sweet child discuss alexa bliss's pet pigs youtube channel has anyone else done their homework has anyone else i did not this is really exciting to me though so you know how alexa bliss is engaged or married to buddy buddy murphy is his name buddy murphy (laughs) what's his name 
Is that his name? The 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 NXT guy who was in the yeah, tank so. Yeah, that sounds right. So, all right. So <laughs> as far as I can tell, he's he's managing this YouTube channel for Alexa Bliss's pet pig uh, because yeah. he doesn't seem to be keeping too busy. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's, there's there's two videos on it. Um, one is like a trailer for the channel, which uses like kind of like uh, an Indiana Jones kind of theme to like you know advertise all the. All the adventures that her pet pig, who is called like Larry Steve, I think, it's is the gonna worst be going name. On. It's the most. It does not roll off the tongue at all. It's a terrible name, and and it's just like footage of like the the pig like going up some stairs and eating some food and like playing with the puppy, and you think, oh wow, all the hot content that's going to be on this channel. Uh, this the second video is just the same footage that was used in the trailer, but just uncut. So I'm not sure how much we're going to get out of this YouTube channel, but I think it, <laughs> it's primarily just something to keep Buddy Murphy. Is his name Buddy Murphy? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that can't be a real name for what a wrestler. Was that sounds too terrible. Name. It was uh, it's Wesley uh, Blake. Blake. Yeah. Wesley Blake and Buddy yeah. Murphy. That's, no, yeah. no way. Yeah. It it's sounds serious. wrong, doesn't it? Uh, I think it's just. I just think it's just something to keep him busy while she's you know going out and being <laughs> successful. When was their last update? Uh, one day ago. Oh, so that's wow, not there we bad. Go. I think I think it's way too soon to count this channel out. Hey, as yeah. long as she keeps a schedule, she'll be fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's all about regularity of content. Like if they can keep us keep us in the pig updates, I'd say yeah. once every three or four days. I think they might have a future. Should be so. And one good thing about the channel is that um, he seems to reply to every single comment. Uh, but he, <laughs> oh, uh, he yes, he replies in character as Larry Steve the pig, so it just oh. reads oink or oink oink. So this is so th- what you're saying is Buddy <laughs> Murphy has a pig roleplay account. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> former NXT tag team. Champion Buddy Murphy is is mostly spending his days uh, typing oink so, uh, repeatedly. Buddy Murphy <laughs> is just as bad of a name as Larry Steve. <laughs> it, that's a good point. Yeah, that's it. Kind of makes me wonder if he didn't come names. up with both. I yeah, I, you have to believe he did. Yeah. How big do you think the pig's gonna get? I, I was thinking about that earlier. Is it a teacup pig or? Um, it just sure, looks like yes. a piglet, I think. Because okay. see, we know uh, y'all know Liv Morgan has a, a small pig as well. Hmm. She lost her pig. She right? found it though. She got it back. Oh wow! It took a Twitter by storm for a whole day. Where's Where's the baby pig? They were saying. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think got their pig first, Alexa or, or Liv? That's kind of what I was getting at. Is there some Is there pig beef in uh, WWE <laughs> or pork? Should I say? Yeah, I, I was I was thinking if I wanted to make that joke, and then I, I decided against it. But I'm glad that you got that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it definitely feels like Alexa got hers after Liv Morgan, and Liv Morgan probably is a little like jealous that her pig gets more mm-hmm. exposure. Yeah, there's there's some pig stuff going on in NXT. It's it's, it's stressful. So who has the bigger hog, <laughs> Alexa or Liv? Next question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's have another question to to clean that filth out of our ears. Sure. Uh, Dwayne asks, question for the gang, would you rather have a political discussion with Dolph Ziggler or talk to Ethan Page about himself? I would rather talk. Can I, can I, I'll jump right in here and say, yeah, I would, please do. I would just love to sit under the learning tree with Ethan Page. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're treating it as less having a conversation and more him just like teaching about the biz uh and like giving you some pointers is that is that how you're seeing it really i don't see it going any other way uh, but <laughs> i i mean like what would i don't imagine ethan page is the kind of conversationalist where he talks at you for a while and then realizes he's been talking f- too long and asks you a question no i, I think you'd probably no. just go until you, you had fulfilled the requirement and you didn't have to talk to dolph ziggler <laughs> <laughs> he would uh, he would show you his Funko Pop collection and uh, describe yeah. everyone on to you in great detail. Oh, yeah. no, does he have a Funko Pop collection? Oh, he's a big Funko Pop. He's guy. a big nerd. Yeah. He loves to be a big geek. Uh, that's kind of, he likes to geek out. I don't know if you, you've heard that phrase, um, uh, uh, Pat, but he's 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 geek and proud. You know, he he doesn't shy sure. away from. But it. no, he does. Yeah. He does have a Funko Pop collection, and a lot of them are the Joker. I think. No. Oh. Another twisted personality, just like Ethan Page. Has he has he ever showed up at an event in Joker makeup? Oh, yes. <laughs> Seriously, really? oh, yes. Like not. So you know how Finn Balor did like a Joker cosplay thing yes. once? Yeah. And that was like it was kind of cringy to be doing a Joker thing in like 2012 or whenever it was. But he, he did a good <laughs> job of it. Ethan Page. Um, he just he didn't. I I don't think he had enough of the the face paint, oh, so he just kind of like okay. had it kind of like half smeared over his face. <laughs> yeah. And also, he didn't really commit to. I think he was trying to be the Jared Leto Joker, 
but he didn't really do a very good job of like you know all the like you know the, the intricate tattoos on his face, like you know damaged and that kind of thing. So yeah. it's just kind of like a blurry, smeary mess, and it just okay. looked kind of tragic. Um, but yeah, that's that's the kind of personality we're dealing with. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think. I, I yeah I think I'd have to I I think I choose Dolph Ziggler because I think I've been hardened to enough terrible political you know opinions that I could <laughs> I could manage that better than I could you know listening to Ethan Page talk about his 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 career. We've talked a lot about Daniel Bryan and uh, his anti-vax, his strong mm. anti-vax stance. <laughs> do we do we know for a fact that uh, Ziggler is a is a, a a Trump Trump boy? Check his likes. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. The truth is in the likes, as uh, as, as the old <laughs> proverb goes. Uh, yeah, him and EC3, they seem to be the most damningly convicted by by the the like situation. They're both uh, big on that. Just uh, and sorry, I I feel like I keep pulling this conversation no. off the side. Uh, in the opinion of, I, I think the, this group is better qualified to speak to this than any. Which wrestler has the best likes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Daniel Bryan's oh. are quite good, um, just because it kind of like he's pretty open about like hating his current situation. But yeah. when you check his <laughs> likes, man, he's okay. <laughs> he's basically just screaming like you know, let me out, let, let me let me live my life. <laughs> uh, so that, that's I don't know if that's good, but it's certainly very revealing. Uh, do you guys have any others? I love Lana's likes. <laughs> what oh, is she like? Yeah, yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah, well, Lana Lana just likes when people talk shit about other female wrestlers, like fans, <laughs> oh, fans and wow. whatnot. Will will add her and be like, clearly Naomi is a piece of trash. Actually, she's friends with Naomi, so that's a bad example. But okay, well, you sure. know, clear clearly ex female wrestler is a piece of trash. Lana should be number one, and she'll just go down and like every single person who says something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and, and I might be like totally making this up, but do, do I remember somebody recently liking? Uh, like people asking for feet pics or something. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, that sounds exciting. This, this sounds familiar. Who was? I don't this? remember. That, ah. that, that was me, and I asked you not to talk <laughs> oh, I'm about sorry. it. I'm no. <laughs> sorry. I get, I get you and Lana mixed up a lot. Um, yeah. I like Chuck Taylor's likes because he has none. Oh yeah. He has never liked a single tweet. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that the the, the likes are a false uh, a false economy. There there is no there is no real currency to likes. It's all about the retweets. He understands that. Um, cool. Do we have a, do we have a final question, Socks? We do. Uh, we have one last question. Just to reiterate, you can email us any questions you have. Wrestling on air at gmail.com or tweet them at the hashtag ask W O A. Our final question comes in from Brain Clutter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's good. I was on a roll. roll. I was on a yeah. roll. Yeah, and then he kept on rolling, man. It was good. <laughs> Which professional wrestler would make the best addition to the mm. Wrestling On Air podcast posse? Oh, man. wow. We get so many applicants. It's, it's tough to I choose. Know. Man. I mean, I, w- I, I, I think I brought him up before as, like, you know, a candidate, but I'd, I'd ideally love to, um, you know, resuscitate Hulk Hogan's career and uh, allow him to... <laughs> Just make give him another platform. <laughs> just give him another platform, just to really, you know, because he said some terrible things uh, multiple different times. So let's just have one more shot, just to see if he can make it through, uh, you know, an hour-long <laughs> podcast without saying something, you know, horrifically offensive. And, and if he can, he's forgiven. That's how it works. No, that's, 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 that, that'll be the rules. That's how it works. So I, I want to, I want to, I want to heal the wounds that Hulk Hogan has created, <laughs> and uh, and welcome him back. I think Dolph Ziggler and uh, Ethan Page would be just fantastic to talk to yeah. ever. As a duo, yeah. I'm going to go with Jack Swagger. <laughs> <laughs> Man. FKA. Yeah, he, he was, he's got just such a nice lisp. I just like to hear him talk. That'd be nice, yeah. I feel like he'd get in on it, honestly. Yeah, Jack Swagger. Well, right. Jack Swagger, speaking of the likes, has established himself as pretty woke. So <laughs> if, we, if we need someone woker than Socks on the podcast. Wait, has he really? Yes. Oh, he's super woke. He's incredibly woke. That's I did not know this about Jack Swagger. This is yeah. so exciting. No, it's neat, isn't it? Like Jack Swagger's a cool guy. Hmm. Um, and the coolest thing about Jack Swagger is his wrestling attire, which is shorts and a t-shirt. It's, it's sort of wrestling retiree sort of look. It's like I don't need to try anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been been to the mountaintop. Um, I, I I think as as a fan and a listener of this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, hmm, hmm, hmm. It's a tricky one. 
Yeah. Um, I, I think I would like sort of a dark foil to Tom. So maybe a, 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 Tim, a Timothy Thatcher, a fake British wrestling boy on here. That would be nice. Uh, yeah. Similarly yeah. tall, similarly uh, powerful, but yes. sort of with the undercurrent of maybe this person's not being on the level with me. Exactly. Yeah. Like, whereas I'm like straight up honest, just telling you like how it is, just being a good guy. Timothy Thatcher could be, you know, problematic, um, difficult to get along with. Oh, wait, and wait. Um, yeah, my yeah. Uh, no, What's up? No, that sounds a lot like you there. No, 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 no. It'd be very. <laughs> that's that's the opposite. That's the opposite. He would be my my uh, my dark mirror image. You know, my my reflection. My uh, my twisted reflection. Yeah. No, that sounds good. Tim, you got one. Um. Yeah, uh, Excalibur. I would love Excalibur to be on this podcast oh, was, every yeah. week. I was actually that—that that was my unironic guy. Answer. He would just be good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or I'd like Chuck Taylor to be on this podcast and just think we're idiots. Yeah, he. I would like. I mean, Chuck Taylor would be because I worry that Chuck Taylor seems very down on himself. So I think it would help to have like um something like every two weeks, just like you know, just checking in on him. Like even if we're not, re- even if he's not recording with us, just like having a call and just saying, "Hey, Chuck, you okay, man? You're not, you know, you're not having any bad thoughts, right?" Because uh, I, I, I worry about him. You know, he seems to be down on himself sometimes for comedy, sometimes, you know, maybe. No, uh, I, I believe, I believe he has actual depression. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing now, but you know, I, no, as, as a person who also, yeah, you, you recognize it. Like that's, yeah. it's, it's there. It's a bummer. He's a yeah. yeah. You just want to make sure he's doing it. Okay. Yeah, I want to make sure he's doing okay because he really is he, fantastic and. He's one of those people you wish he loved himself as much as everybody else yeah. loves him. Yeah, and it seems like this, you know, he's had a he's had a good year with like you know winning the PWG belt and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, hey, hey, Chuck Taylor, Get, getting in ROH. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, the hottest promotion in the world, ROH. He's made it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so hey, Chuck, you know, you're doing okay, pal. You know, just keep keep on plugging away. We're here for you. We're here for you. But don't be don't be too mean to us. You know, if you do come on the show, I think that was our show, guy. Oren, Oren, was that our show? I think that was our show, Tom. Oh my goodness. I think that was, I think we did it again. Smash it out of the park. Do you want to close it up for us? Let's do that. Let's do that. So, uh, Tom, where can we find you? Tom blog, Twitter. That's my playground, baby. Nice. Nice. You done anything good on Twitter lately? Not too great. No, nothing fantastic. <laughs> uh, by the nothing, time this Nothing com- you want to speak about? Yeah. No, no. By the time this comes out, maybe there will be something, but nothing great for the past couple of weeks. So don't worry about Tom's Twitter. Tim, how about you? Where can we find you? You can find me at uh, Tim Welcomed on Twitter. Uh, I haven't been tweeting a whole lot, but I'm there. Nice. Nice uh, socks. Keeping it short and sweet. Where can we find you? I am at Socks Mahoney <laughs> on Twitter and also on VideoGameChooChoo.com. Ah, he got us again. It was <sighs> short, though. It was short. That's true. I'm sorry. Pat, what's up with you? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Pizza underscore Suplex on Twitter. Uh, and every Thursday at 5 p.m. in the background, not having my voice heard, but being there on the Polygon show live on uh, our, our Twitter page, twitter.com slash Polygon. Is it always, is it just always going to be on Twitter? Like always a streaming live on Twitter? Yeah, it's going to be live on Twitter on Thursdays at 5 for as long as we decide to do it. Is is that a big deal or is that feels like a big deal? Is it a big deal? That feels like a big deal. It's a big deal to me. It's a big deal to the hosts. And yeah. uh, it's a big, big deal for all the wonderful people who tune in and make the, the, the comments nice instead of a fucking toxic <laughs> hellscape <laughs> of literally the worst. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's a real good podcast. Yeah. I used to only listen Thank to uh, two video game podcasts and now I listen to three. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm honored. Thank you. Yeah. Well, hey, that's our show. Oren, play us out. What was that? Yay! We did it! We did it! it. Alright, that was it. Rolling, rolling, rolling. What?